Ange. It's great to see you through my computer lens once again. It's always nice to have have your face looking back at me. And uh, thanks for joining me another uh, edition with your podcast. How are you doing? I'm I'm really well, Stu. And likewise, yeah. nice to see you again. And I'm really happy to be in the realm of this recording with you and I and our listeners. I always get excited about these opportunities. And as we look back, you know, you said, boy, it's in episode 35. They do go by quickly. Yeah. And just really grateful that we're able to have these conversations with each other and with our listeners. I'm really excited about for tonight. Yeah, it's fun looking back and uh, seeing how much we've actually done. I remember when I was just preparing for the episode, I was like, I wrote 35 and I was like, is that right? It seems like that's 10 more than I thought we did, but they've flown <laughs> yeah, by and in a good do. way though. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, it, as, we, as we continue to have these conversations and, and do these recordings we've looked at the download numbers and I've, I've said it a few times but i want to say it again we're just so grateful for people taking the time to really listen with us and engage and hopefully it stimulates some thought for you in your lives and perhaps gives you an idea or thoughts that you can share with other people and really that's the intentionality around this is life is really about one conversation as times do i'm a firm believer in that I remember when i started my career many many years ago it's something I, I appreciated and realized very early that amidst all the strategy and proformas and outlooks and visions and forecasting and all the things that are so important in business, no question, at the end of the day, it really comes down to the power of the conversation. And so thank you and thank our listeners for us all being a part of this platform and continuing to build momentum around this uh, around this uh, intention. Yeah, uh, it's it's a great way to start off the episode here. And uh, I guess without further ado, Ranj, what, uh, what do we have in store for the listeners for this one? Thanks, Stu. Yeah. I'd like to talk with, uh, with all of us in this uh, conversation about this element of being unapologetic. And, you know, in, in society nowadays, and, and we grow up learning that it's important to say sorry, and it's important to be apologetic and apologize. And so... Through this conversation, I want to help discover and explore a bit the difference in the delineation between truly getting value out of saying sorry, because there's tremendous value in doing that, but also bringing us to a higher level of awareness of sometimes a habit, a trend, or a tendency whereby we over-apologize and we get into a situation where we become so apologetic about ourselves or our actions that we actually disempower ourselves. Now, why is this important at this point? Well, as I've looked at all of us getting back out there again and and really interacting in society, and obviously we're, we're recording this around August of 2021, and generally speaking, overall, there is some movement back to more interaction and um, even, even in our households and, and our communities and businesses. And so as we get out there, these these muscles, the 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 efforts that we have in terms of our communication and in terms of our interaction, in terms of how we conduct ourselves with others, we really have to practice them and get into the into life's gym, so to speak, and and exercise those those muscles that we haven't maybe used in a long time. And a lot of times when people get into conversations, they bring forth old patterns. And one pattern that I've really seen quite extensively over the last few months really is people being overly apologetic and not really realizing they're doing it. So I thought that would be appropriate for us to really delve into and hopefully give our listeners something to think about and take some action in their own lives. Yeah. You are currently talking to someone who knows that they are very over apologetic. I feel like so this, <laughs> this, this topic when you sent it to me, was like, yep, I get this a hundred percent. Right. Yeah. So why, why do you think it's important for us to talk about this to being unapologetic? 
Well, as we move forward in our lives and find the vision and the purpose by which we're living, it's 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 really comes down to that firm belief and having supreme faith in ourselves, not only for what we're doing, but for really what we want to achieve and what we want to represent. And so the importance of speaking about this is that every one of us and every one of us has a story. We all have something to bring to this world. We all have deeper value that we can contribute. And this doesn't mean to say it has to happen on a grand stage. It could happen in our homes. It can happen in our own minds and hearts where we become higher contributing members of society and serving those we love. And so it's important, I believe, now to talk about it, as I said before, because there is a higher tendency sometimes to be overly apologetic. And when that happens, we get into a situation where even subconsciously people don't realize it, but you can lose your confidence. You can lose your way. You become easily swayed. And then what happens to invariably is that people don't even realize it happens. But when people start to saying, say sorry too much or over the top, you actually start to lose who you are because you're not speaking your truth. So that's one reason. I guess I gave a few reasons there, but why it's important, I believe, to really delve into this topic a bit more and hopefully garner some thoughts that people have in terms of the way they show up in life. It's something I've recognized when I when I feel that I'm doing it is I'm I'm constantly trying to please that person. So like I'm mm. I'm going out of my way to like just do what I feel like they want to do, not necessarily what I feel is right or what I should be doing. And that's kind of gotten my way for some things like that. Yeah, that's well said. Yeah. And and you know, there's to that in that context, it's important a couple things here for us to ask ourselves when something does happen, it is important to ask ourselves, why do I feel I have the need to apologize? Now, this is a really important point here. There is a difference between saying sorry and being overly apologetic. And I'd like to go down that road for a moment here. When we say sorry, it is one of the highest attributes, contributions, uh, points of service that you can do in another person or a group of people. Being apologetic, truthfully, is, is, is freedom for you and the other person. And and a lot of times saying sorry is about that other person. So undoubtedly, we all make mistakes. People do things incorrectly. Perhaps people compromise promises or things like that. And saying sorry is highly warranted. When we say story, sorry, Stu, it's about the other person. When we become overly apologetic, it becomes about us. Right. And, and that's the distinguishing factor. What does that mean? Well, a lot of times we'll become saying too sorry too much or overly apologetic, we're actually trying to justify to ourselves that, you know, we still matter or we're still in the game or we're still legitimate. And so we end up going down this pathway and building this downhill momentum of losing our power and becoming subject to what happened rather than being an observer of it, recognizing our part in it, seeing where we perhaps did not hold up to our accountability and then offering a very genuine, heartfelt apology. But when we start to take that to the next level, it becomes almost cyclical and perpetual. That's really about us. Then it's not about the other person. So I just wanted to make that distinction early in this conversation that, yes, significant merit in saying sorry. And I encourage us all to do so. We had a podcast a little ways back. We talked about forgiveness and saying sorry and forgiveness go hand in hand. But really, this conversation today is being able to demarcate what I just spoke about. Is yes, time and place for being sorry, 
but watching ourselves and being highly aware, we start to trend in the other direction. So the obviously follow-up question for me is, how do we get there, Ange? How do we get to being in a space where we feel, you know, it's okay to be unapologetic for what we're doing? Yeah, great one, Stu. Thank you. The first one I would say, and this is a, a theme you and I bring up all the time, is awareness. Is when we're aware of where we feel insecure or where we feel uh, where we're perhaps unworthy or not belonging, that's the key. That's the first thing, awareness. When you are aware and you start feeling like that, you can have that conversation with yourself and ask yourself, why am I feeling those things? Why am I feeling that I don't belong or I'm less worthy or I don't deserve to be here? That's the first piece, awareness around it. I say the second thing is, you know, how do we get to that place is is actually slowing down, is really slowing it down and having that power of the self-talk before we just blurt out, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Some people actually will show up and and they're right on time and everything's good and they'll say oh so, sorry i sorry about right. that and you say well, what what were you saying sorry about we asked you a question and, hey no your your contribution matters you're yeah. smiling right now <laughs> <laughs> i just it's just this this is just something i just see myself doing all the time so it's just i'm just picturing it and i'm just like yeah oh yeah 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 i've been that guy i got the t-shirt too Stu. i've <laughs> been there buddy I, i've been there yeah <laughs> so I think in terms of us talking about it now, I chuckle about it because I do catch myself when I start to go down that path. And getting there is really two things. Awareness, as I just spoken about, and language is really being aware of language we're using. And so when we do show up is going into a state of gratitude rather than apology. So if you show up and you know, for example, yeah, if, if, if you if you missed a promise and you haven't shown up on time or something like that, for sure, an apology is definitely warranted. But if you're a contributing member of what's going on, it's highly more effective and conducive to issue gratitude and say, hey, thanks for this opportunity. I'm really glad to be here. I'm excited to contribute. Let me know what I, what I can do to help. Or, you know, talking about, let's say you're in a, in a family setting and maybe the day hasn't gone as well as we planned it. And say, hey, look, you know what? I realize it's not as the way we planned, but I really want to make this up to us. And let's talk about how we can turn this thing around and really create a great experience for us. Now, all of a sudden, you've created some upward momentum. We don't get caught in a spiral of making about us and overly apologizing and really bringing the other person into the picture to find a great solution. I know that's a great way to look at it. So when you're doing that, how does how does that best serve us just in everyday life? Uh, how how do we get to a point where we're fully comfortable with that? When you get to a point where you are aware of when the time and place is to say sorry, and when you get to a point where you are aware that you belong and that you're worthy and deserve to be there, that's when true empowerment shows up. When we get to a point of over apologizing we disempower ourselves and interestingly enough we disempower those who've put us in power so i'm gonna say that again so let's say someone's brought you in the fray they want you to be a part of the team or the effort or the initiative and now you're over apologizing well not only are you taking up the time because there's nothing to apologize for but you kind of disempowered the person who put you in position they trusted you they want you to be there now mistakes can happen we can course correct. That's part of the path. But when we're in the game and we've been asked to be there, the empowerment comes from a quiet, humble, 
supreme faith in terms of we belong and we're confident in where we're going and being a part of this. And when I say that supreme faith, I said this last time too, I don't necessarily mean religiosity. I mean the fact that we've got faith in ourselves. And that confidence becomes contagious. And interestingly enough, Stu, so does over-apologizing. Right. Uh, it, when when we start to over-apologize, it permeates and it, and, it, and it takes the air and the wind out of momentum. Yeah. Your comments on that? Yeah. So what I, I kind of just was thinking about as you're talking there is just coming into a situation where someone's you know, taking you on, like you said, to be part of the team. You know, you really want to have the belief in yourself that, that there's a reason they chose you and they want you there. You don't want to come in thinking that you don't belong or thinking that your confidence is low because that'll you'll put that energy out there, which is never a good thing. Well said. Yeah. And I'll say this. And, and the next point I'll say here, I think it's a, a, a definitely a, perhaps an obvious point, but I think it, it has merit to address it. In this vein of being confident and showing up fully and being present because we've been asked to and we've been trusted to that, it's also important to be respectful. And what I mean by that is that sometimes this notion of I'm, I'm not going to be apologetic for anything can turn into somewhat being aloof and, and being distant. Now, I would say a lot of times people don't intend to do that, but that's how it can come across. So what I would ask all of us is to when we're in that vein of wanting to be empowered and feeling like we belong, always come from a place of respect. How do we do that? Ask great questions. Listen with intent. Bring body language that's enthusiastic and involved. Take the time to look at what needs to be done and go for it sometimes without having to be asked or contribute that extra value. And often I've lived my life, Stu, and I, I've learned this from people around me, wonderful people, is that value is always important, more important than cost. So when you look at something and say, is this going to cost me or can I add value? And a lot of times when we show up in that vein of service, when you said, how does it serve us with doing so? You know, show up in a way of service, you can add value. And when you're adding value, you don't have to apologize for a damn thing. You actually just go for it and bring the best version of yourself while at the same time, listening, being present, observing, which allows for respect. It's a That's a big piece there I just shared, but I, I appreciate you engaging me on that because it is a fine line. And I believe when you add empowerment and respect, you've got a very potent force that can truly achieve anything. So the last thing I wanted to kind of ask you about in terms of this topic would just be how can we apply it to our personal and professional lives moving forward? And we th- we've obviously feel it's an important thing to deal with. So how do we do that? Yeah, I think in conjunction with both of those, I, some thoughts and a theme that's come up around this element of confidence is that when we when we are in both our personal and professional lives, perhaps, is I'm going to go back to a point made at the beginning briefly, is, is create awareness. The other application is being really clear on intentionality. That's number one. Is What does that mean? Well, when we're going into something, be it a relationship, a client situation, business, a trip with friends, be aware of our intention for being there. And when you are, you have a sense of belonging. You're present. You're not on your phone. You're not thinking about other things. You're not distracted. You're in the game. Because here's the thing. When we allow ourselves to get distracted, and this happens to really wonderful people, but when you get distracted, then you make egregious errors of not listening, not being present, forgetting things. Well, now you're in a position now you have to apologize and you end up over apologizing because we, we gave it up at the beginning. 
So the application to our personal professional lives is really bringing that level of confidence and presence to the process. In contribution to that, I'll say this, is that a lot of times if you think of relationships, uh, situations in business with clients or even investors, over-apologizing actually becomes very unattractive. Right. And when we get to a point where if we're not applying that awareness and that conversation in our minds and saying, hey, if I've done something wrong or I've made a mistake, I'll be the first one to put up my hand and offer a sincere apology. But I'm going to show up with everything I've got and I'm going to give my best shot here. And I know I belong. And I'm so grateful that this relationship, this family, these people have included me and see me in such high level that I belong here. If we don't do that and we subscribe to this narrative or story that we have to over-apologize, it becomes highly unattractive. And sometimes people don't even know why the other person's becoming unattractive, but they can just feel it. Because if you think of it this, this isn't to say people can't have a tough day. This, this isn't to say people can't go through mental health challenges or even feel down or maybe look for support or help or sometimes even feel weak. That's all merit. That all has merit. But what I will say is that it's so important to be aware that we don't start going down a trend of over-apologizing because we lose the tether, the connection, and that feel. It, this is really about feels, too. When people feel, you can feel like when someone's confident and got that rhythm, but they're still showing up with humility. You can feel when someone makes it about themselves and they're over-apologizing and they're stuck in their own narrative. So that's that's a, that's how I would say they really apply to both the personal and professional realms. It's something that uh, as I become more aware of myself doing it, I totally can feel that, you know, I, I, I definitely feel like I, this is no, they're losing faith in me and I'm, this is uncomfortable now. So I got to change this narrative. So it's just, this whole episode has just been a really like a uh, very relatable topic, I would say. So I'm glad we yeah. actually decided to focus on this today. Absolutely. And thanks for, thanks for saying that's vulnerable. And I really appreciate you opening up on that because the reality is, is that when we go through this process of looking at this element, it's really also important to consider the people that we surround ourselves with. And here's what I'll say about that is that if we find ourselves apologizing over apologizing around a certain group of people or a person, we've got to ask ourselves, is it us or is it the other person? When I get around this other person, do I, be, do I feel insecure? Do I feel less than? Am I being put down? Am I feeling like I belong? And and this isn't to, to point fingers and blame other people. Maybe it's us. But I would highly recommend that if you find if we find ourselves in situations with the same person or same group of people where this pattern or habit keeps happening, then it's highly important to take a close look at that and see if this is a, a a positive or uplifting group of people that we should be around, or perhaps it's us and we've got to change the way we think and show up. No, I think that's a, that's a great way to look at the whole topic and uh, a good place to leave it for the listeners there to kind of think about it. So thanks again, Ranch, for uh, taking the time and go ahead. If there's anything else you have to add to the podcast here. Yes, Stu, I, I really appreciate that. And I really encourage as people move forward to keep the empowerment within yourselves and, and, a common theme that you and I've talked about that I hope we can continue to emphasize is keep that self-talk up, everyone. Keep talking to yourself about what range, whatever's there. When you can have a conversation with yourself and truly listen to what's going on within, you give val validity 
and you give relevance to that voice. And when that internal voice is given a platform and respect, we can then share it with others. We can become more connected to what matters most, and we can find our way through tough times. If we come up against those tough times, we can't find our way, then that voice becomes literal, and we encourage you to talk to someone. That's really what this is all about. So on that note, Stu, thanks again. Really enjoyed this time with you. And to all our listeners, we really encourage you to keep it going out there. Uh, it's, it's a continuous uh, continuous dynamic time out there, but doing what you can to make other people you know, recognize the best in themselves and find the best in yourselves is one of the best gifts you can give. So keep it going and we really look forward to connecting again soon. Thanks a lot.